are listening to the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network. I hate both of you, Ebony and Ivory motherfuckers. I tell you. Well, I didn't see you there. Episode 9, Word Up or Bird Up. And where would I be without my fearless co-host, Jordan Japan Dukes? What's going on this week, Jordan? You're a motherfucker. I fucking... Every time. Look, if you you got a middle name that's named after a fucking country, I am sorry. um, That you're just going to get it railroaded every single week, so. I hate you with everything in my body. Everything. Well, it's not the first time anyone's ever told me that, including close those close to me. So this is Word Up or Bird Up, though, where me and Jordan bring topics every single week, and we either give it the old Word Up or Bird Up, and then you know, towards the end of the show, we talk about a new playlist that we got going on on Spotify and a whole load of other shit, because that's what we do on Word Up or Bird Up here. Jordan, are you ready to just kind of get rocking and rolling right away? Let's fucking go. Let's do it. So... Uh, I, I think I, I should regret to inform everyone that uh, we will have another eulogy here to start the show. Uh, for those who had listened to episodes in the archives, you would understand that we had a eulogy for my once great, valiant stallion, the PlayStation 4, that it, that suffered its untimely demise. And now we had the eulogy for the PlayStation. It was very, it was moving. Uh, we had everything else. And now... We have a eulogy for something else, Jordan. Do you have any idea what we will be eulogizing this week? We will. I do. We will be eulogizing my co-host, my host yeah. with the most, yes. Lance R. Skinny Penis. I think, I think this is it for me. Um, let me let me elaborate a little bit. Uh, I think I'm dying. Um, I'm convinced that I have COVID. I'm I'm perfectly convinced of this. Hear me out. I've had the worst cough I've ever had. Right before we went on air, I just spit something out that looks like it's from a fucking, like, alien life form into a water bottle. Hideous and disgusting. Okay. And uh, I I just feel like garbage. And I think this is it, man. Like, I've been bracing myself. I've been, for 31 years now, I've been kind of thinking in my mind, man, how am I going to go out? How's Lance going to go out? And if I had to eulogize myself in a perfect way, I'd say, you know what? He lived his life. He loved to eat. And <laughs> God damn it, that man knew. That man knew. <sighs> he just fucking knew it all. Right, my friend? I mean, I mean, I can't be wrong here. Uh, anyone listening, uh, type yeah. F in the chat. Type yeah. F in the chat for my man Lance. Type uh, F. That's it. I mean, Jordan, so uh, let's let's have a little fun with Okay. If you were if you were gonna eulogize me, let's just say I was dead today, Oof. with nothing written down. What do you think you would say on the podium as my dead corpse was rotting away in, in the box, <laughs> uh, ready to be buried underground? Uh, first, I I would immediately uh, you know yell your riff. Yeah. Um, got to. Yeah, I mean that's. It's a, that'd be the proper way to kind of go about it. Uh, I, yes, I, ha- I have it specifically in my will that Jordan Dukes will be the first one to play me out. So, um, uh, also while while everyone's like getting ready for me to to you know speak on your eulogy on your behalf, I'm gonna open the entire casket. I want to see what you're wearing because if you're not going out in the official shoe of word up or bird up of Shack Force Ones. You got it. I'm roasting you immediately. If you don't have a pair of Fubu, uh, uh, you know, a jersey, a sweatsuit, maybe a little South Pole, uh, you know, their white sweatpants, but they're dirty because they're pre-cummed in. You know, I, I if they're not that way, I'm a roasting you even harder. Um, but I, I, I know, I know uh, your your wonderful wife Emily. She she has good taste in you, so I, I believe she'll dress you. For the motherfucker that you are in a box, so <laughs> not, yeah. not you know? um, um, I just got this visual image though of, of you opening the casket 
body there, seeing what I was wearing, and then roasting me in front of me. This motherfucker here can't even get his wardrobe right in depth. I told him. I told him. I gave him the chance. I said, yo, you need to come correct on this on these clothes when you're dead. And apparently, Dukes would roast me. There'd be the roast of Lance, and I would be dead. So, I mean, that's fun, right? Uh, that is more than correct. That is more than correct. I mean, that's, that, anyone that knows us or, or knows anyone affiliated with the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network, uh, you would know that we're all good friends. We're all kind of tight. But at the same time, man, if anyone passes prematurely, don't think that this is going to be a somber moment for anybody. Uh, this is just an, an opening for us to kind of just tell each other what we really feel. Just they won't be able to retort. Am I right? Oh, exactly. Oh. If you retort, I'm fucking out of there. <laughs> I'm out of there. If <laughs> dead fucking pops up, there he is. Uh, oh, not so dead anymore. Yeah, you know, yeah. Lance it's- has come back immediately as the roast began. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I think the uh, the silent, uh, exciting part about what you mentioned is having sweatpants that are pre company. <laughs> The ejaculation uh, while I'm laying in the coffin. I think that would be a nice touch, I believe. Um, I, I think that that's really the way to go out, man. You got to go out and you got to have the, the house shoes on. You got to have, <laughs> you have a little. You have a little ejaculation in there. Uh, you got the wife beater on, you know, with the, uh, you know, the, and then obviously you got the hatchet man pendant. <laughs> Just, you know, a blazing. So you have the house shoes on your feet. But you have the Shack Force ones kind of adorned in the coffin as well. What do you think? Um, um, and you know how uh, shoes, like you know how people uh, just tie knots on the end of their shoes. They don't even tie them, so yeah. they're like you could just slide in and out of them. It was like you were Jeez. you you were you were in a hurry to get the fuck out of here. Like you just split them on, and you're like it's time to go. Look, even in death, motherfucker, I'm in a hurry to get the fuck. Out of here. All right, it's time to. It's time to hit the fucking bricks, you know? So I think that I think if it's my time to roll, man, it's just my time to go, you know? So I think even in death, I'm going to be trying to escape all the fucking time. I don't got time to fucking tie my shoes, man. I got to get in here. I got to have them sweatpants, man. And you know that motherfucker, you know those pant legs be rolled up to the knee. <laughs> Never keep the pant legs down, you're you know? Laying, I don't you're know. laying in a box sweating because you're... <laughs> I'm sweating right now, and I'm not even doing anything. I mean, I'm, I swear to God, this is it for me, man. I thought about this all week. I'm like, you know what? I've lived a good life, man, but this is it. And I talked a little bit about it with our with our with my show I do with Shane on Tuesdays. I talked a little bit about it there, man. I was a whole hell of a lot worse off earlier in the week, but now I, I just feel like lingering effects. I'm just not going to wake up one day, and that's it for me. <laughs> R.I.P. Lingering you know? effects. Rip. It's going to be lingering effects of like, you know, Lance, you've had COVID for a month now and uh, you didn't tell anybody and you infected everyone you came <laughs> in contact with. So congratulations for like a mass funeral. Dude, your, your, your wake up call is just uh, uh, the, you know, the the death menu on Oregon Trail. Your family has died from yellow fever. Lance has yeah. died from COVID. But yeah, your family the, 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 is fording the raft or fording the river without you. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I swear to God, Jordan, and you know this. You know my dad, and, and uh, you know the, the. I swear to God, if I'm lying, I'm fucking dying. If I'm dying in the next five years or so, my dad's gonna pull out a little fucking tablet of paper that he has. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "Motherfucker, here, man, he can afford this. He can afford this elaborate funeral, but he can't afford to pay me back twenty five dollars that he's." <laughs> years now this motherfuckers owed me money forever you know where's my where's my cut like my dad's going to be standing up there asking and demanding his cut you know probably hey asking amelia hey you got a five on you <laughs> money you know like i'm not gonna let this go i'm not gonna let this debt go unnoticed you know dude, dude um, as as i have the casket fully undone he just takes one of your shoes <laughs> And I'm saying, I'm taking this as collateral, motherfucker. I <laughs> owe me. This motherfucker always you telling me, me. Yeah, he's always fucking telling me. He's like, man, all the millions you owe me for the money that I paid for to raise you. And I'm like, what the fuck? So he's like, 
I bought you an ice cream cone when you were 11. You owe me for that. It's $300. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, this is it, man. Like, I'm, I feel like I've reached my full potential. I have done absolutely nothing with my life and have done everything incredibly average. Uh, so I think that that's the way I'm going to go out, man. I'm not going to be remembered as this guy that really broke down barriers and really achieved his dreams. He's going to be the guy that did everything after and what I was to be from the start. Do you know how at some funerals, like at the viewing, people put stuff in the caskets? Oh, yeah. Dude, what if your dad was just like, oh, you left this in my car. He just walks up and empties trash all over your body. It's like, like a trash can in there. It's like, some <laughs> rappers hit me in the face and shit. You know, well, honestly, though, like, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, my dad's a fucking stingy prick like he is, you know. I like, I whatever, my dad's awesome, you know. I, me and my dad are fine, but, like, I honestly believe that he's going to do this if I pass the next couple of years. And if you don't believe me, come to my funeral, man. If you hear that Lance died tragically from COVID or getting hit by a tracker or some shit. That's the craziest shit ever. Uh, COVID or get hit by a tractor. What he, the fuck? That was either COVID or got ran over by fucking something, you know, something epic like that, you know. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be, but something's going to take me out like that. And uh, look, I, I'm giving my own funeral word up here. But, uh, <laughs> Standing ovation when they close the what? Come on, man. It, oh, come on, who, who else could, could see this coming? Who else could come out here and be like, yo, I'm giving my own eulogy right now. I don't got to fucking worry about any of these other penniless motherfuckers talking about any shit because I'll just talk shit on myself. It's sick. You know what I'm saying? It's sick, literally. Literally fucking sick. Right now. I mean, that's it, dude. Like, Honestly, this is it. I, I walk away from the podium and there's Shane and, and Jay Johnson waiting in line to roast you immediately as oh, I walk oh, yeah. away. The, yeah. no, the horseman the horseman as a whole is just you you leave in a you look burnt. <laughs> Your clothes are torched. Just fucking roasted for <laughs> it's like a comedy central roast. People are coming up. They're all confused. Because in a funeral you figure people would be like, Lance was a good man and then and then you come up there and you're like, yo, this motherfucker smells like straight Cheetos. Oh, God, right? And he stole all my fucking food at my house and shit, man. What the fuck is up with that? And then everyone's just like, oh, my God, what is going on right now? My grieving widow, Emily, would be like, she'd probably get on on it, too. We could fucking roast me, too. You know, this motherfucker here, you know. I got, I'm telling you, man, when I go out, dude, and this is it, man. Like, we're talking about it right now. My funeral right now. This is what we're talking about. When I go out, man, I want an elaborate roast section for a half. I mean, people just walk out of there going, wow, this is what we're doing for the funeral now. Look at this fucking guy. He's in here getting fucking blazed and pulled, man. Like, some random guy will walk in there, and he'll be like, Jesus Christ, what's going on in here? I thought this was a funeral. No, no sir. It is not a funeral. It is a roast. A comedy, comedy central will be there with the camera. I'm dying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tell you, that's it, dude. Jesus like, I'm, <laughs> like, dude. I'm telling you, man. It's over for me, man. Fucking over. Like, this is it. I'm living my funeral. If leaving a funeral and the only tears that are coming down my face are because. The roast is so crazy. God damn, dude. That, like, you just walk out of there, you're just like, that was fucking exhilarating. My, you know? like, <laughs> my face hurts. Like, you leave like, man, it must be a bad day. Yeah, my face hurts from laughing so hard. Jesus. Man, this guy in there, like, I'm telling you, this fucking guy's going to go in there and be like, whoa, <laughs> fucking roasted in there. I'd love to fucking do it, dude. I'd love to go in there and just fucking roast this guy for 15 minutes. I don't even know who the fuck he is. Fuck it. I'd probably go in here and roast him anyway. Oh. Yeah, so Billy was a great guy. I didn't really know him. Uh, fuck, but he looks like he was a hell of a guy. Uh, either that or a fucking thief or something, you know? like. Um, but I just want everyone to know. Everyone that subscribed, you know, to the 
flock, everyone a member of the flock. Um, you know, if you have joined us on this journey and, and next week you Jordan is flying solo on the pod, <laughs> you know what happened. Yeah, Jordan will just pick up the pieces and just keep going <laughs> like nothing happened. He'll just – I think here's what would happen with the show, honestly, if I died tomorrow. I think that you would just superimpose my voice in places. Like you would take old sound clips and Yes. Like, it's just this old sound clip that doesn't even sound good. So, I think people would just step over my body and continue with life. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Randy. Anyone that uh, knows us knows our boy Randy. Randy Savage Lisbon. Uh, dude, he would just... He wouldn't even roast you. He would just sit next to your bo- uh, your body eating CK's wings. That's yeah. it. That was, or he'd, he'd, be put, he'd put the bones in the casket. No, I think what would happen if we're if we're being honest, if Randy was at my funeral, he'd be the he'd be the kindest one. He's got oh a good yeah, heart. oh he's the biggest heart on planet Earth. Yeah, so I think he would. But what he would do is go, man, that's a mahogany. I wonder if that's from like eighteen <laughs> fifty. What kind of wood is that? Or, or on, the, on the way by, he just pokes you in the eye <laughs> or something like like, like the three stooges. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I figured we'd start the show with Lance's eulogy and. uh what a hell of a way to Dude, start! But uh, uh, the 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 audience this week, oh, the flock is gonna hear me crying because I'm yeah. rolling right now. It's fucking, it's it's wild. But let's get into some word up or bird up. And speaking of COVID, you know, we talked about a couple of things here and there, sports wise, uh, in the previous episodes in the archives, which you can check out right now. And something that's really interesting to me, uh, it came out a little bit earlier that 17 Marlins players tested positive for COVID 17. And then today two Phillies players did. So they got their game postponed. The Marlins aren't playing for a while. Uh, the NBA players besides Lou Williams, who like goes to a strip club to get fucking wings, which is hilarious by the way, they're in a bubble. So that, that, you know, their contact is very limited, but Jordan, I just wanted to ask you, do you think that we are going to finish sports seasons this year? Um, basketball, yes. Baseball, eh. Football, uh, no. I don't think I, don't, I don't think we'll get three games in in the NFL before. It's I just canceled. don't know how you. I just don't know how you protect people from something like this, especially in a physical contact. You know, like a physically contacted sport like football, it's easy to kind of baseball and basketball and, and even hockey. You know, it's less physically intensive. Like obviously, hockey of the, of the four is the closest to football in, in terms of being physical. But I think that they are they have enough precautions. You know, maybe. But I don't know, man. Like after this week, like I just don't see. I honestly don't see how. Um, I just don't see how you take it and go, yeah, man, like this is something that's going to work unless you're in a bubble, like baseball showing, man, like you can't even, you can't even play in your own stadium. Fuck Toronto. The blue Jays won't even let them play in Toronto. Like they're playing in Buffalo in some little league stadium, you know? So it's like, it's fun to have all these cardboard cutouts and it's fun to have all these, you know, all these like just animations going on and shit, man. But but I got to tell you, brother, like I see shit like that, man. And then I see so many people like testing positive. Like I'm just like, I don't think baseball and we've talked about this extensively, but I don't think baseball has their shit together, man. Like it's just like Rob Manford just seems like the biggest fucking dweeb on earth. And he just won't get a fucking clue, man. Like, look, sometimes this shit just, you know, and and I remember they were button heads because we talked about it earlier, uh, you know, in an earlier episode. Like, they're button heads. They can't even come to a fucking agreement. And now it just feels like the players are like, look, we just want to play, I guess, man. But, like, <laughs> there's nobody there. And so, I don't know, man. I tend to agree with you. I think baseball, baseball is a little iffy. I think the NBA probably finishes if they stay in the bubble. Yeah. But when the NFL comes, man, like, the th- another thing you got to ask yourself is, did the NFL fuck this completely up? Because they had the longest time to like put a plan in place. Yeah. Shit, when all this shit was going down, dude, their season just ended. So they had six months to get ready for this shit. And it seems like they're just throwing it together now. I think and it's like, dude, 
Ugh. I think with the NFL, they should do what <clears throat> excuse me, do what the NBA is doing, but only play at the indoor stadiums. They pick the indoor stadiums and they send, you know, four to eight teams or how many the divisions there compete there, find out who's going to make it to the playoffs. Those that don't see you later, you can go to fuck home. And then that's how (laughs) how they do it. Because honestly, if they think that traveling all over the place is going to be a great idea, they're out of their fucking minds because they have all the training staff, all the coaches, all the front office, the fucking owners, all that shit. And you expect people to be like, oh, man, um, baseball has, like, a lot of people as well. And guess what? Damn near the whole fucking Marlins team's got it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, yeah. I think you're – this is it for you, too. Uh, I think yeah, we might have to roast me. Uh, yeah, pretty soon. But, but uh, I agree with you. You know, I, I think it's from, – from the top all the way down, it just feels like this whole thing was just blundered. And actually, I, I brought this up on, on Mine and Shane's show, but uh, Ryan Clark had a really interesting point on uh, on Get Up on, on ESPN. He, he was talking about, and this is a little off subject, but he was talking about, like, the Ka- Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. And it's going to take a starting quarterback and a backup quarterback and the fucking zombie apocalypse for this guy to get fucking signed to a team. Like, it's going to take, because that's something that I think is a real possibility. You having to prepare your team to lose your starting quarterback to COVID. I think that's a real concern. I do. And so these players that aren't opting out, like I think that that's something they're going to think about. That's something that they're going to say in their mind, this is something that could realistically happen. So I just think it's it's an interesting way to kind of look at things. And um, do I think that these the seasons are probably going to um, – finish i hope so you know i really do because i think that i think that uh it's just one of those things man like it's like you you want everything to be okay and look this whole covid thing man i want things to be back to normal as much as anybody else i would like to do things again where i didn't have to like make appointments for everything and shit like that you know because you think about that kind of stuff all the time man we really took for granted the things that we got to do with very little limitation. We took that for granted. And now that we all know that, hopefully we learn a fucking lesson from this and we realize, Hey man, like let's not take that for granted anymore because it's not always going to be there. And so I, I hope everything kind of works out. I just got this sinking feeling, man, that the NFL is not going to, not going to have a season this year. And I hate to say that, but there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of big players opting out. Yep. You know, so what are we going to have? The replacements? Have you ever seen that movie with oh, Keon? Yeah. yeah. Look, that movie's fucking banging. Hell okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you haven't seen the replacements, that get the fuck out of here, man. That movie's awesome. Uh, but that's what we're going to end up having. The fucking replacements, you know, where these guys have played in the, the XFL and the CFL and all this shit. You know, but do you really want to see an NFL season? That, that would be like having the replacement refs. It's probably like the same thing, you know? a couple of years ago I was probably like 10 years ago but still you had like the replacement referees and it was just fucking miserable and nobody enjoyed it and it just wasn't fun you know you're gonna have these replacement players and it's just I don't know man so I look I give a bird up to COVID and I give a, a you know kind of in the middle to sports finishing man because I don't know I honestly don't fucking know but I have optimism but I also have pessimism so I mean, honestly, like, oh, what do you think, Jay? Um, I give a big fucking bird up to COVID. Um, unless, like I said, unless the, the NFL can figure some shit out, which it doesn't look like they can, they might as well fucking bag it. And that's the worst thing for me because I want to fucking see it. But yeah, well, trust me, you made that abundantly clear a couple of weeks ago oh, when you yeah. said wear your mask just so I can watch fucking football. Yep. But continue. That's why I wear it, so I can watch fucking football. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason. That's the only reason. Football. <laughs> hey, Crap. man, if it's going to help for the season to begin or even start, like I said, if they do start, I give it three games, and then they're going to be like, oh, man, this is fucking awful. 
Like, oh, yeah. We we literally are going to have people dying on the sidelines. So, yeah. um, oh, I could just in your fucking mind, like if we could just go into the mind of Jordan Dukes for a second, he would rather just watch football than care about the health of other people around him. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sounds about right. I'm just, I'm just making I'm just making sure that that was the proper analysis that I got from that. Oh so. yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, so I mean, I'm in the middle. You're obviously a bird up to to all of it. So oh, I mean. Yeah. I mean that you're forever burnt up, right? Oh, yeah, that motherfucker just What's that hashtag up. on Twitter. Burnt up the burnt up gang, the burnt up gang, because that's the fucking you know that's all he does. But also use the hashtag join the flock because Ooh. that's what we call everyone that listens to the show. Is so if you want to be part of the flock, make sure you let us know on Twitter. But with that being said, Jay, why don't we start diving into your first topic of the day? Oh boy, here we go. Ooh, why do people dress up nice to go to church? Well, if, but, but but here's here's where I keep going. If God sees everything, money in the sky has seen you naked your entire life. So he doesn't give a fuck who dresses the nicest to come to church. What is the point well, of that? Well, I think it's a respect thing. Okay, I, I grew up in a, a – so how do I put this? I grew up, my dad always told me that, well, I always had this sneaking suspicion that he believes in God just in case. (laughs) There is one, man. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be on the wrong side here. And so I used to go to church when I was a kid and I hated dressing up. And I, I can remember vividly for a Christmas play one year, uh, I had to wear like, like a white sweatsuit and I hated it. Like it was terrible because I was a sheep. Obviously they're not going to make me Jesus or anything because I was (laughs) I was eight years old and I weighed 85 fucking pounds, but like, and there would be like, well, Jesus, I mean, what is this rotund Jesus? Like, what is this going on? You know? Or it's like on the hangover when he calls him fat Jesus. That's like me, you know, like that's like me incarnate. But, um, I think that, uh, it's an interesting thing. I I think it's more like a traditional thing. If I had to guess, you know, because typically people, uh, when they, when they do stuff like that, you know, their parents kind of dress them up and, and things and, and you're right. I mean, look, if you look at any, if you look at anything Christ related, like if you would look at like the passion of the Christ movie or like any literature or pictures, which is hilarious to me that there's actually pictures of Christ. Um, it's like it's with somebody standing there with like a Polaroid or you know, <laughs> the fuck did they get pictures of this guy. But um, I think that if you kind of think about it for a little bit, I mean, look, these motherfuckers are wearing rags. So I don't think that him is really going to worry about you wearing fucking pleated khakis, you know, Lance, nice dockers, you know what I mean? Like those are stellar dockers, my friend. Did you um, really wear your sketchers to work or to church, Lance? What is wrong with this? Jesus doesn't want to see you in sketchers. What are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's not like if you come to, it's not like if you come to church in your normal, like sweatpants, the pastor's going to go, well, I'm not getting any collection from this fucking guy. Yeah. He didn't even bring his wallet. Jesus Christ. Cause you can't even fit a wallet in that thing. But um, I think that it's, it's an interesting kind of thing to think about. Like the traditions that we hold, the traditions that we hold kind of near and dear, you know, uh, do I, do I know why particularly? No. I mean, like I've went to a lot of churches, but I got to tell you, man, with all the dressing, I would rather have a pastor that dresses up, and one of these fucking pastors have like jeans, jeans like, on and his shirt tucked in like he's got oh, somewhere to be. He thinks he is so fucking just cool. like down, man. Yeah. I'm so fucking down with the youth of like, I'm really speaking to them on a level. And I always thought those guys were fucking tool bags. Yo, dog. Like, and, and that's another thing. Like people that go to church for like 50 years. Let's just think about this. Imagine how many times you've heard the same fucking story just pounding in your head. You know, what's the definition of insanity? You know what I mean? Doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> fucking outcome to be different. It's not different. Like, it's the same fucking thing. Like, look, I can only hear Joseph chapter fucking three and verse whatever so many times before I'm like, all right, this is enough. This is enough of this. I'm getting out of here, you know? Um, but I, I grew up in a, in a household that my mom is pseudo Catholic. Um, she's some, you know, she's Catholic. She was raised Catholic. So naturally she always just claimed that she was Catholic. We didn't do mass or anything, you know, stupid shit like that. But like every time I went to church, like my mom made me dress up and I fucking hated it because first of all, 
I can never find clothes that fit me, which is kind of funny in, in the sense of it. But, um, but yeah, so you're dressed to the nines and you're fucking like, just, I don't know, man. Like, so, so I don't, I, I guess I don't have an answer for that, but I think it's an interesting thing to kind of, I mean, did you go to church when you were a kid at least? Um, well, so I used to, from the age of five to about 16, I went to church. Um, I grew up Southern Baptist. And that was like my, you know, uh, an all black church, Southern Baptist. So you know it was popping. Oh yeah. But it was from nine a.m. till one. Listen, I got football to watch. I ain't got all that time to be praising. All right. And fucking football. <laughs> this, has been, this has been a lifelong tragedy. Football is number one, you motherfuckers. Get it through your heads. Why didn't Shakespeare like have a premonition that one day? <laughs> be here and all he wants to do is fucking watch football like there's enough praising going on i don't need to praise for five hours man all right i go in there say my confession i'm good you know i don't need to sit there and listen to this fucking hobo ramble on about something and then listen to this terrible fucking band oh well the church bands are worse the the band at the the southern baptist church was actually fire you, you, it was fire. And like James Brown Dude, covers. It was, the, the drummer was insane. I was just like, I don't know why this, like, if I find out that this guy's like a janitor, but his Sunday goal is to beat the shit out of the skins at church, and that's all he does. Like, what Dude, the fuck? I mean, he's getting it. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's just fucking get it. I didn't it, know man. we had the drummer of Metallica playing the church <laughs> songs tonight. What the fuck? The drummer suffocation up here. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like holy shit, man. Is this man Take playing? Is this man playing blast beats to yeah. uh, fuck Jesus? Da, 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 da. <laughs> Like oh my god! Like I can only fucking imagine like a like a worship death metal song. Oh you know? my gosh! Like, and I remember when I was younger, like uh, anyone involved in like the the quote unquote like Christian metal scene, uh, there were a lot of like uh, like Christian death metal bands, which I always thought was kind of funny because it's like <laughs> I think the whole notion of it is hilarious. But, like, <laughs> Especially death metal because it's such a such an extreme form of music. And to explain to somebody, like imagine explaining to your little itty bitty grandma, yeah, um, we, uh, you know, we're a worship band, but uh, we're called Repeatedly Killed. <laughs> Shout out to the savage. Yeah, yeah. There's a funny story. Our 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 boy Randy. Uh, for he told me one time he had to explain to his grandmother that that his band was called repeatedly killed yourself which is uh, <laughs> by the way uh great fucking name by the way oh outstanding just imagine if you were like a worship death metal band and you, <laughs> you were called like you know fucking imagine if you were just uh, um i don't know dying fetus and you were a worship band <laughs> well we're not, we don't mean like a fetus, like in its physical form, man. We're talking about like Jesus, like when he first came out of like Mary at the inn. Oh, okay. Way to pull that out of your ass. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't work for me, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't, um, but dress clothes, to church, dress clothes to church, excuse me, is getting a big old bird up for me. Cause also, fuck. Also, I got a little uh, side note for it. Um, so I seen a guy at the store wearing joggers, tank top slash a wife beater, and a like Monday through Friday like loafers. I'm talking like business, very high end shoes. And I'm like, oh yeah. Listen, who are you trying to flex on on the self checkout at eight o'clock in the morning? You got, hey man, you got your dick beaters on. And, Look, 
<laughs> drip never fucking ends, baby. You, know I mean? you wake up, you wake up after a night of partying and getting rejected by fucking women. You know, you just wake up, man. You got to be like, yo, I got to put these fucking loafers on uh, because it really brings out, you know. I'm going to reel in a, a cashier. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to reel in one of these fucking buttes, you know, <laughs> raining my shit out at fucking Walmart, you know. That's another thing. Uh, quick little side note about Walmart. Uh, I heard somebody the other day, I was like shopping in there and the lady was like, you should go to a regular checkout because every time you go to a self-checkout, uh, somebody's losing their job or whatever. Which, <laughs> in which I replied, well, if I didn't go to a, if every time I didn't go to cashier, they weren't like fucking miserable and they didn't want to fucking be there, then maybe I would go. But yeah. most fucking people don't want to fucking be there. So why would I want them to like, especially now, I don't want to fucking sneezing all over my shit. I'm killing myself enough as it is. COVID's already killing me. I don't need to kill anyone else around me, right? Right, right. Yeah, so anyway, so anyway, uh, dressing up for church is getting a, a bird up for me. Maybe. All right, big time bird up. Like I yeah. said, if I if I still attended church, I would just want to be able to go in some fucking go commando in a pair of basketball shorts, some fucking moccasins, a band shirt, and a hat. I don't yeah. think I and need to be fucking stared at and not get fucking stared yeah. at, man. I mean, like it, it probably wouldn't work. It, it probably wouldn't be the best idea to wear like a Slipknot or a Pantera shirt to church. But why not? Yeah, like, Cowboys from Hell, baby. <laughs> you know, you're sitting up. up. Could you imagine being a pastor sitting up front and seeing a Cowboys from Hell T-shirt? Could you imagine <laughs> a pastor wearing the Cowboys from Hell? Shirt? <laughs> Look, man, we're talking about the inner turmoil between Jesus and Satan. You know, or God and Satan. Like we're talking about that inner turmoil cowboys from hell like i don't think that's what they meant oh but thank you jesus Christ. it is but a anyway. bird up for me as well yeah i got you so let's migrate into my second topic of the day which i i, I found kind of interesting um for those who don't you know follow wrestling for those who don't know earlier this year the wwe they released a lot of guys and they they obviously blamed it on covid and things like that um and at face value, when you when you thought about it, all right, man, I get it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's you don't have any fans here. Obviously, you're not going to be able to get the same kind of revenue you would get from traveling and, and, and things of that nature. You wouldn't be able to get that same revenue. But then the quarterly, the quarterly, like the quarterly, like uh, I, I don't even know what to call. It. Like yeah, they had their conference call this week, and the the financial results came out. And they were up $50 million. All right. And to me, you're up $50 million. Okay. So, um, so comparatively, uh, they did $223 million over the quarter. Okay. So you released, you released a lot of talent at a time where it's almost impossible to get a fucking job because there are no fans and because it's just, it's a shitty thing to do. Like it didn't look good at the time. I didn't like the timing of it at all. And these guys are getting released and it's because, you know, uh, well due to COVID and things like that. And then this financial report comes out and it tells an entirely different story. And I've been a wrestling fan my whole fucking life. I have worshipped the ground that Vince McMahon has walked on. Like I, he has built a foundation in me that will stick with me for the rest of my life because I, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. I always will be. And unfortunately, that is one of my downfalls because I see shit like this. I see shit like the dark side of the ring stuff. And you see stuff kind of like that come out. And you're like, wow this is a pretty shitty business to kind of be a either involved in or a fan of. And you realize what a fucking ruthless businessman Vince McMahon is when you hear shit like this, you mean to tell me you couldn't just keep those people on the payroll. You couldn't just keep, let those people keep their jobs during a time where it's very uncertain if they're going to be able to get work again, because there's no fucking fans anywhere. And a lot of these companies aren't working. You mean to tell me you couldn't just, you know, throw him a bone? Hey, man, you know, we're going to weather this storm together. Nope. Hey, Heath Slater, thanks for your 13 years. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, Zack Ryder, thanks for 10 years. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, and or Gallows and Anderson, you know, it, it, sorry, guys. You're one of the better tag teams we've got. See you. Hit the fucking bricks. 
It's just like, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I'm saying? So Jordan, I'm going to put you in the shoes of like one of these wrestlers. Let's say Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon released you at the height of COVID. We'll just say it's the height of it because it was. And then you, and then you find out that he made a profit in that quarter. Wouldn't you be kind of pissed at the, at just the mere thought of that? Oh yeah. I, I, and I would be even, I'd be more pissed off to find out that I just gave this guy literally 10 to 13 years of my life for him to spit me out. Like I was like, Oh, you, you were on one or two episodes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Guys like Zack Ryder and Heath Slater. I mean, they were out there busting the hump, man. They never even got a fucking chance, man. I mean, Heath Slater and he won the tag team titles with Rhino. You know, he had these little shining moments here and there. And Zack Ryder, obviously, he look. What they the, did Zack Ryder dirty, man. Like he he intercontinental actually, didn't he get like intercontinental a couple times? Yeah, yeah. Well, he won it at WrestleMania and then lost it the next night. Oh, I remember so that. Like, that was shitty. I, I don't know what the fuck. So he actually debuted on AEW last night. Zack Ryder's now officially in AEW, but um, and good for him, man, because like I think that guy's criminally underrated. Do I think he's the best worker in the world? No, I don't. Like, I don't think that he's the best wrestler I've ever seen, but he's definitely one of the better ones that they have on the roster. If you think compare, you think I would rather have fucking Zack Ryder or Jinder Mahal. Why don't you take a guess? Which one of those I'd rather have? Yes. The modern day Maharaja. Jinder Jinder Mahal. That dude, um, that dude fell flat on his face and, the it's fact just that something. they even let him have an actual title and a title run for a while was yeah. unbelievable. Well, it's one of those things where you're just really like, all right, so all you're doing is pandering to a group of people because Saudi Arabia gave you a bunch of blood money. That's you know, that's what it comes down to. What it comes down to is you made Jinder Mahal champion because of the uh, – relationship you had with Saudi Arabia. The guy's from fucking Toronto or something. Like, <laughs> not even fucking from the Middle East. I mean, sure, I'm sure his relatives are in things, but like he's physically not even from the Middle East. Like he was born in like Toronto. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like Muhammad Hassan, like in 2005. The dude's fucking Italian. He's his parents his parents are white, but he's Holy painted as Islamic like dude. And it's just like what the fuck is this? Like <laughs> And I know wrestling gimmicks aren't real. I know that, but like, I don't know. But anyway, I don't want to get too off subject here, but like you're releasing all these guys, man, in a time where it's not easy to get fucking work. And now Rusev retired from wrestling. Whoa, Rusev what? retired from fucking wrestling because his Twitch channel is doing so good. He retired from fucking wrestling, which is something that that dude, that dude's a hell of a fucking wrestler. Yeah. I, I, have hate, him on my I, I hated it watching him at the beginning because he 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 was such a heel that yeah. i hated him and then you were like son of a bitch and then the more he wrestled as a heel i was like this works so fucking well i didn't Man. i didn't give him the respect he deserved at the beginning and the longer yeah. he started the more he wrestled i was like whoa what the fuck this dude rules those yeah, matches that- with john cena yeah well, that's what I was just about to allude to a little bit. Like they gave him a U- U.S. title run; it was big, and then he just gets fed to John Cena, fucking, yeah. you know, at WrestleMania, and get, make, looks like a chump. But like, like somebody like that, man. Like you, you had just taken this dude who had worked so fucking hard to get where he had wanted to be. He works, so, you know. A lot of people see these guys get, get get go to NXT and they get pulled up to the main roster and they're thinking, "Wow, these guys," you know. What you don't fucking understand is a lot of these guys have been in the business 10, 12 fucking years already. A lot of these guys are my age, 32, 33 fucking years old. They've worked and they've sacrificed everything they had to get to that point. And to just say, you know what, I'm done with it because there's no point in even trying to like, because if you think about it, as, as much as I don't like to admit this, the WWE will always be the top of the mountain. That'll always be somewhere where when you go there and you, you have a lengthy run there, uh, you, you're, you're always going to be like, well, I was at the, you know, I was at the dance. I ate at the big kids table, you know, AEW's getting there, but they're not quite there yet, but they'll always be WWE will always be a head honcho. So I think that to, 
just really break these guys' spirits. I mean, obviously, uh, Heath Heath goes to Impact Wrestling uh, along with Anderson and Gallows and EC3 and Eric Young. EC3 is a guy that really surprised me that he didn't get a bigger shot in WWE because he looks like the exact kind of guy that Vince McMahon loves. You know, I, I would only assume it's because of his promos that, you know, got him cut. But I see this even from an, a fan, from an outside perspective. I have no, I I don't know how the inner workings of wrestling works. But all I got to say is like, um, I just didn't like the way that all went down. And now turning out that they had a, you know, an excellent year now. It's just something that's really, just something that's really interesting to me, man. It's something that, uh, I don't know, man. Like it, it's. It just doesn't give me a warm and fuzzy feeling, you know what I'm saying? So, this is getting a this is getting a big old bird up for me. Do you have any final thoughts before we get into your final topic um, of the day? So, so if they're released from the WWE after a 10-year or a 13-year career, do these people ever even get considered for the Hall of Fame, even if they didn't have a spectacular career? You're right, man. What an excellent question cuz I don't know. You would hope so. You would think that it's something where it's like, you would think it was something where like, hey man, time, time put in. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like time put in, we'll give you the nod. Yeah. You know, or somebody like Heath Slater, you know, look, he gave you 10 years of his fucking life, man. So it's like, okay, so I'll give you 10 years. Can I, you know, do I at least get considered for the Hall of Fame? And yeah. it's going to be really interesting as as we kind of get older, as our generation of wrestling fan kind of gets older, because we're going to see guys go into the Hall of Fame that we had watched our entire lives. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like guys like Triple H when he finally goes in the Hall of Fame, The Undertaker. I've been watching The Undertaker since I was a fucking kid, man. Since I was like four or five years old. I've been watching the fucking Undertaker, you know, uh, guys like, you know, just Stone Cold Steve Austin, man. Like when he went to the Hall of Fame, I mean, he Stone Cold didn't get as much juice as he should have, man. Like, oh, yeah, he, he had he had the makings of just being, you know, obviously he was one of the, the biggest stars ever. I, I would argue the biggest star of all time, um, just in pure box office. But, dude, I, I heard one time I heard this fucking interview speaking of Stone Cold, not to get off topic a little bit. I heard something one time that fucking blew my mind. I was listening to Jim Ross's podcast, Grilling Grillin JR, and he was talking about Austin and when they first printed the Austin 316 shirt. And Austin had a, a year where he made $13 million in royalties from that t-shirt. Holy shit. From that t-shirt alone. That's how many t-shirts that motherfucker sold. Those Austin 316 shirts where you saw them everywhere. Yeah, I that had dude one. Fucking Oh, come on. Who didn't have one? <laughs> Dude, I had Stone Cold Steve Austin wind pants that went along with my shirt, man. I was fucking, I was fanboy all the way. And then I got paint on them. RIP Stone Cold wind pants. But, uh, that uh, but yeah, so, yeah, so I got to, but it's definitely a big old bird up for me. What do you think? Yeah. Big bird up. Like I said, it would be, it would be nice to see, you know, longer, like uh, down the road where Vince McMahon goes, you know, we're, we're going to consider them. Like make it yeah. even even if we know they're not going to get in, make an announcement to at least acknowledge that the time and work they put in for the exactly. company. Ten but like ten years for Slater like, or, or thirteen years for Slater, ten years for Rusev. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what like, the fuck? Yeah, just time spent. You oh know, no, just no, no, wrong guy, wrong guy. Uh, ten years Zach for Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. Yeah. Um, but then you got to think about guys like Bob Hawley. Hardcore Holly was in the company for almost 20 years, but is but he was a job guy through and through. Yep. They he they fed him to everybody. I remember he got a main event match against Brock Lesnar once for the title. Hardcore Holly <laughs> got a shot at the title. It was like Royal Rumble 04. He got a shot at the fucking title. Like at no point did I go, wow, they're gonna put the belt, they're gonna put the fucking belt on hardcore Holly. Wow, dude. Like there's no fucking way, but, uh, but yeah, it's a big old, it's a big old bird up from both of us. So, which is obviously going to bring us to our last topic of the day, which Jordan will bring up right now. LaShawn McCoy is ring chasing this late in his career. 
Um, That's that is what I would call this. Yes, he has been picked up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, he's also accompanied there with Tom Brady, Gronkowski, Mike Evans. The list goes on at that team. Yes, Lashawn McCoy. You were great with Philadelphia. Matter of fact, I'll even say outstanding. I think yeah. you had four seasons, your first four seasons, I believe you had a thousand yards each year. That's great. Did they win yeah. anything? No. But yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you you were in Kansas City last year. You got a ring with Kansas City, but you didn't even play in the Super Bowl. You contribute zero yeah. percent in the Super Bowl. So now yeah. at this point in your career to see that you finally got to the, the, the top, but you yeah. contribute 0% in the Super Bowl, the biggest game of them all. I don't care if I have a broken leg. I get a broken leg the week before the Super Bowl. I'm not casting up because I'm playing at least one down. At I'm not least. casting up. I'm not casting up. That's Duke's word for the week. Cast, casting. Or the week. casting up. I'm like... If I finally get to the fucking mountaintop, you're gonna kill me to make me not play it. Like, well, yeah, it's the fucking Super Bowl, bro. Yeah. So this, he like, they straight up said that he was a healthy scratch for the Super Bowl. What the fuck is a healthy scratch? <laughs> a healthy Does fucking this man scratch. have an ingrown toenail? Does he have turf toe? What is this? Whew. A healthy scratch. So, so what the fuck? You're a veteran. You're a veteran in the NFL. You've you've been a great running back all these years. And you are a healthy scratch from the N or from the Super Bowl. And now yeah. you are with Tampa Bay. Now now you're ring chasing. You're 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 the epitome of uh uh LeBron James. You go anywhere where you think you're gonna get a next ring. You're not trying to stay or establish or just I know LeBron ain't going to retire any now, but uh, you're literally just ring chasing. You're not even trying to be like my legacy. You're just trying to be like, hey, man, maybe I could get a ring this time by participating in the Super Bowl. What the fuck, But that's man. even if we have a fucking season. Like, you just got signed to the Bucks. We don't even know if there'll be a fucking season. And if there is, if it'll even stand. So, like... One, does it look good for the Bucks? I mean, I guess if they don't have a receiving running back, but then you also have a guy that should be in a retirement home. Yeah, so uh, that's how I kind of that's how I kind of look at it because, um, how like I think it was dirty the way that Philadelphia did Lashawn McCoy because I think he's a hell of a running back and his prime dude like nobody could touch him and. Uh, it was real dirty the way they did him, but I think that what LaShawn McCoy are you going to get? I mean, obviously you're not going to get 2010 LaShawn McCoy, but is he going to be a good enough running back to kind of look, I don't think Tom Brady needs a fucking stellar running back. He's won Super Bowls with James White and, you know, with Garrett Blunt. Yeah. Like Garrett Blunt and fucking, you know, dudes that are good, but like aren't fucking game breaking running backs. So I think that, you know, he can kind of, give or take with, with certain running backs. Um, but now, I mean, they got him and they got Ronald, Ronald Jones in the backfield. Um, one of their other, the rookie running back, uh, Kayshawn Vaughn, he, um, he was, he was going to play this year, but he got put on COVID-19 list this week. So he's done for the season. And, uh, so I think that, um, I don't know, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty that goes into it, but you, at, at the end of the day, do I think it's a good signing? Probably because if anything else, you know, McCoy's going to win two Super Bowls in two years with two teams that he didn't really contribute to all that much, you know? So it's just like, because you're right in the Super Bowl last year, Damian Williams did a bulk of the work. LaShawn McCoy didn't even play in the fucking game. Healthy you know? so scratch. Like, I want to know what that means. <laughs> Well, I can tell you what a healthy scratch means, but, um, but yeah, I mean, so it'll be interesting to kind of see, but you're right. If there is even a fucking, if there's even like a, uh, a season, 
you know, so we'll see kind of what happens and, and take it from there, I suppose. But, uh, I mean, for me personally, like this signing is getting a fucking in the middle because I just don't care because Tampa Bay's in my division of my favorite team. So, uh, for all I care, they can bite my ass forever. So, I mean, what do you think? Uh, they get a bird up for me. LaShawn McCoy, fucking go sit down, man. You're, you're, you're fucking, down, you motherfucker. You, 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 you're doing too much right now, and you'll be lucky if there's a season, and then Tampa Bay just wasted money on someone that still isn't going to see the fucking field. Because maybe he'll be a healthy scratch the whole fucking season. Yeah, for real, man. But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'll give it a thumbs in the middle, and uh, Jordan will obviously give it the bird up because he's team bird up. Team bird Was I – was everything a bird up today? Yeah. I think – Holy fuck. I think undefeated is, record. Yeah, yeah. Undisputed bird up. All fucking bird ups. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, so um, – I mean, that kind of brings us to, to an end of word up or bird up. But, uh, actually – Jordan brought up an interesting thing to me before we jumped on air. He he asked me if I remember the movie Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which I uh, I do I think. Have you ever seen the movie? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, look, this is coming from the same fucking guy that thought Saturday Night Fever was one of the best movies ever. Oh made, so. fuck you, man. I'm going to watch that movie one day, and I will ridicule you you the entire time I'm watching it. Watch. You'll be like, damn, John Travolta is fucking cutting a rug. God damn. Damn. Look at him out here just fucking smooshing softies, you know, and <laughs> just fucking. <really> smooshing <laughs> softies. Yeah, but uh, but then we, we were kind of laughing about, like, what if other presidents were in, what if they made other presidents, like, George Washington will now face a group of cavemen. And he's just like, <laughs> stand back, Martha it's going to get hairy, you know, and then, it, you know, but like, or like JFK and fucking aliens or something. Do not, do not what you can do for your country. <laughs> whatever these aliens just fucking vaporize or whatever, you know, like what else can't they think of anymore? Dude, Jesus Christ. Like, Grover you know. Cleveland zombie land. Like <laughs> Grover Cleveland takes on the undead. The undead. Like, you know, like Howard Taft or William Howard Taft. You know, the biggest president of all time will now fucking have a fight. What was that guy from Street Fighter? That uh the uh the sumo wrestler guy. What the fuck what was his uh, name? I gotta, I gotta look it up now. But um uh but yeah, so I it's kind of funny how like that movie just got like glossed over. You know what I'm saying? How that was E Honda. That's who it was. E Honda from Street Fighter would face Howard Taft in a uh a fucking sumo wrestling Jesus contest. Christ. <laughs> right? I'd be so fucking sick, man. Because E-Honda was the man on, on Street Fighter. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, so we thought about that, too. And we, we thought that was a funny little, little way. To kind of, Thomas, you know. Thomas Jefferson, future, back to the future. But it's like he comes to 2020. He was like, uh. Yeah, I'm fucking I'm out of here. What? I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm out fucking out of here, man. You know, or something ridiculous yeah. like Benjamin Franklin takes on a pack of werewolves. You know? <laughs> they what kind of electricity is he going to get? It's an eight, eight minute video of them just like ripping him apart. <laughs> like <laughs> Franklin's like Thor because he, you know, he fucking controls electricity. He like invented or whatever. Dude, allegedly. an X-Men movie, but it's all the presidents. <laughs> Holy fuck. Now Wolverine will be. James Madison. James oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Like James Madison's Wolverine sign me up. But uh but uh Dookie man, before we get out of here, dude, what what have you been uh what have you been spending this week? Oh actually I've been spending a lot of Luda, Ludacris. Um those earlier albums, the first three uh, to be matter of fact. Um uh, mm-hmm. They hit every time. Um, what was it? Back for the first damn time. Um, Chicken and beer in red light district. I believe that's it. I um, wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. I just remember every every girl that thought that they were a freak. They're like, "Oh, this is a freaky song," and I was like, "No, this is the only one you know." Um, Yo. That's that's a song where your tongue punks in a girl's forehead. Oh my gosh! Not the only. 
See, that's where you're hitting that up, dude. Like that dust. Just, you're gonna get speckled dust if you play in that. You play with fire, yeah. you will get burned. Oh hell yeah! So, um, uh, but Ludacris, but I mean, yeah, Ludacris was cool when I was. Um, also, uh, you're gonna laugh at this one: the Yin Yang Twins. Oh no! Oh yeah, Yin Yang Twins. Oh yeah. Oh boy, Dude, that that whole movement, the fucking crunk movement, the dirty South movement. Whew, I don't know. I don't know what music would be like if that never existed, like hip hop music, because yeah. that that started some shit that I don't think any of us knew was coming. And by the time it hit the North, we were like gold teeth. Everybody had grills. Everybody had like the biggest rims on their fucking vehicles and four XL t-shirts. And at first I thought this was a hardcore band because that's what everybody wears. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you were sadly mistaken. I was friend. sadly mistaken, but I was also like stoked because the put on a uh, uh, Kings of Crunk by Lil John at six o'clock in the morning. It'll tell me that shit don't wake you up. It's gonna fucking hit harder than a ton of bricks, you know. Speaking of a ton of bricks, I uh, I've been listening to Machine Head this week. Oh. Ten ton of you. Shit's fucking heavy, man. Uh, I've been listening. I th- so I think Rob Flynn's kind of a fucking loser, sort of. Like he's cool. Like his band is cool, but like he just seems like a whiny bitch to me sometimes. But like, I mean, the dude could totally kick my ass, and his band is like one of the bigger bands in metal and and stuff, and and that's fine. Like Rob Flynn is fine, but like I think that uh, it's very it's, dude. The Blackening is such a good fucking record, man. The Blackening and Imperium are—I don't think it's Imperium. Yeah, it is Imperium. No, it's uh from the ashes of there's something like that. But um, Imperium's a song on it. But like, I think that Machine Head is one of those bands for sure. That uh, it, it's it. I don't know. Like, you just have to be in the mood. It's heavy as fuck. Like that. That'll get you. That'll get you fucking going. You know, through the ashes of empires. That's what the record's called. Did you? Um, did you see the he did uh, an acoustic cover of Change from the Deftones? Yeah, I saw that. I, and I, I thought it was interesting. I, I think the was... Deftones are untouchable to me, man. Oh They're yeah. Oh yeah. You know, no matter who covers them, I just don't think it's there. But um I don't know. So I mean, I've been listening to Machine Head and um I've been listening to a lot of Metallica this week. Uh Ride the Lightning for sure. That record's so good. Uh, but I actually, I, and I put it on the playlist, which we now have on Spotify, the heaters and fuck jams playlist. So make sure you check that out. I actually put on a, a cover. The band Vader did a fight fire with fire. That is heavy as fuck. And I made you listen to a Jordan. I uh, didn't even know it was a Metallica cover until I told you, yeah, but uh, yeah. So, I mean like that's sick as fuck. And so ride the lighting, man. I mean, the song, the record only has eight songs and I can name them all in order right now. And I will fight fire with fire, ride the lightning from whom the bell tolls fade to black, uh, trapped under ice, escape creeping death and the call of Cthulhu. Uh, that CD fucking rules. Uh, master of puppets obviously is one of the best metal records ever created. Um, I think that the production of master of puppets, which came out in 1986. Uh, I think the production of that record stands up today to some records. Like it just sounds fucking awesome. And Injustice for all is my favorite Metallica record of all time. So, um, those three records are very sentimental, sent, sent, sentimental. I don't sentimental. There you go. Me. I was like, yeah. I know what he's trying to say, but I can't yeah. think of it either. They're very sentimental to me. They were the first records that really kind of got me into metal. And James Hetfield's on fucking fire on Injustice for all dude. His vocals are fucking some of my favorite metal vocals ever recorded. And so if you haven't checked out Injustice for All, first of all, where the fuck have you been? And second <laughs> of all, do it immediately. They're about to, Metallica is about to release uh, SNM 2, which is a concert they did with the San Francisco Orchestra. They, or they already did one. They're releasing a second one. It's fucking just sick, man. Like, fuck Megadeth and fuck all those other bands, man. Metallica, seriously, like, I hate Slayer. So, like, Metallica for me. Actually, if you listen to that Vader cover of Fight Fire with Fire, they actually kind of make it sound like Slayer. They make Metallica sound like Slayer, which I hate. But, um, but yeah, so go ahead and check out the Heaters and Fuck Jams playlist, right, Dukes? Yeah, definitely check that out. 
Um, yeah. Like we said before, if you think that you have a heater or a fuck jam that hasn't been added to the playlist, send it to um, the Facebook page or uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we yeah. will, we, Lance and I will uh, discuss it, we'll debate it, and if we find it approve, if we approve of it, it'll be added. If we don't, yeah. we will fucking roast that ass. Look, because that's what we do. We roast fucking people around here, especially even if it's their funeral. Yeah. We still fucking yes. roast. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, go ahead and check out the playlist. I think that's a it's a really cool concept, and we're going to be adding songs all the time. Um, so it's going to be a huge fucking long playlist. But if you ever uh, want to listen to something, just go ahead and throw that on on shuffle, and you'll see what we've been jamming uh, throughout the throughout the weeks and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, man, I mean. All of us here at the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network, we're just trying to find ways to involve everybody that listens to us and kind of wants to get involved in their own way. And that's what we're trying to do, trying to get everybody involved in things like that. So make sure when you listen to the show and you like what you hear, make sure you use hashtag join the flock whenever you're talking to us about the show and things like that. uh, Because we like to think that we are, are one, so we call ourselves we're all in the flock so make sure you're using that um and just let us know in general what do you think of the show uh we're nine episodes deep now man next week will be the big number 10 and i'm sure me and jordan are gonna have something cool planned you know yeah it's episode number 10 man and and we've been hitting a lot of milestones with a lot of the shows here on the radio network and we're really excited about the progress we've been making and where we're, we're taking things so um so make sure you're just letting us know you know give us ratings wherever you listen to your podcast and things like that make sure you're reaching out to us and just letting us know you know hey you guys are the worst fucking dudes on earth or hey man i really enjoy the show i listen every so we love all feedback you know big or small so check me out at collective heel on twitter jordan is at food master x flex at twitter oh yeah so we got all that coming up we're creating a twitch channel and a youtube channel we're really going to create a brand around the heel turn collective name because it's something we really believe in and we just hope that you join us on this wild fucking ride man because without anybody kind of listening what fun is it you know so make sure you go to the facebook give us a like and uh just stay tuned for a lot of the updates that we got going on because me and jordan got a lot of cool ideas for you know some stuff down the line new segments and stuff to make the show bigger and better than ever so we just hope that you're with us the entire way and with all that being said jordan you have any parting words for me fuck out of here um yeah, I think I think we hit everything, and I, I laughed yeah. way too fucking hard at the beginning. I, I'm pretty, I'm I'm not burned out, but I'm fucking just like my mind is completely empty at, at this point. We're scrambled egg brain. Oh so. yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, until next week, friends. I'm Lance. He's Jordan. Uh, take it easy. Take care of each other, and take care of yourselves. Until next week. Peace out. Yeah.